previously recorded in Cookville, Tennessee, it's the NFLs on NFLs.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to NFLs Week 14, 2020. My name is Jacob Wilkinson. My name is Drew Wade. And we're going to serve it up Gary's way. We're going to pick some games. Gonna have some discussions about some football teams. Um, it's gonna be a grand old time. Quick score update: the coin had a pretty solid week. He now finds himself at ninety-seven and ninety-four, breaking that barely sub fifty record from last week, sitting at a solid point point five oh eight at this point. I am one twenty-two sixty-nine, nice and one uh, with nice. a point uh, six three eight at this point, and you. Are at 125 wins, 66 losses, one tie at like a solid 654. The three game lead for Drew. Andrew, I love you. I cannot lose the show to you again. So I really hope that things change. I well, you have to start picking some hot hot takes. It'll ruin me if I if I lose the show to you again. I, I, I just cannot do it. Um. So. The Steelers lost to the Washington football team. <laughs> Just like everybody thought they would. Just like everyone thought they would. Also, uh, the Seahawks losing to uh, the... Oh, that game was actually filled in incorrectly. Um, so you and I actually went 10-5 and five last week. Oh, yeah, because the Giants won. Giants beat the Seahawks, obviously. Giants, Gianners. I don't know how to spell, but that is okay. But still, leaves the coin still above 500 for the week and overall. Uh, gets you off of your nice score, though, so that's kind of unlucky. Bummer. This was like a weird week because 10 and 5 is like a pretty good record. Like, we dropped the game to each other, and then, like, we both got a couple games wrong, but they weren't, like, that big of a deal. Like, like we both got the Titans-Browns game wrong, but we thought that that one could be kind of close. We both got the Texans-Colts game wrong, but we thought that one would be kind of close. And then you have, like, the Seahawks losing to the Giants and the Steelers yeah. losing to Washington. And it's like, was it a good week? I I feel like it's fair that we didn't catch those ones, I gotta be honest. Yeah. But... Agree, for sure. The Jets almost beat the Raiders as well, but yeah, uh, luckily for them, they saved their loss at the last second and uh, now they're still winless on the road to uh, first overall draft pick so <laughs> good for them poggers all right well enough of this last week nonsense this is a forward-looking podcast we have 16 solid games to get through and i've recorded three episodes of other shows in the last 24 hours so let's just barrel through <laughs> um so we have the New England Patriots traveling to the Los Angeles Rams for the Thursday night game this week. Um, New England made the Chargers look like high schoolers this last week. Uh, just absolutely pummeled the poor kids for seemingly no reason. It was like, what, 45-0 to zero or something like that? Yeah. So not only was it a shutout, but they also put up forty-five. Yeah, they ran up. They ran up the scoreboard during garbage time, so that's real cool of them. So the Patriots are back, I guess. Everyone. Um, 
Patriots are going to find a way to make it to the Super Bowl once again. Don't say that. Please don't say that. Um, I'm fully prepared for that reality. <laughs> I hope we get a Patriots-Giants Super Bowl, bro. That, that's not out of the question at this point. <laughs> and then the Giants beat them again. That actually would be so funny. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I want to pick Los Angeles. I, I'm, I, I think I'm going to just because... Got to get some hard hot takes out there. Also, I hate the Patriots. I want them to lose this game. So they definitely handled the other LA team in LA. Did they just stay? Like, like did they just? Yeah, I imagine they would. Like, there's no point traveling all the way back across the country if you're just gonna be there again in less than a week since it's on Thursday. That's a pretty funny scheduling matchup. Yeah, no, they. You're you're right. They they definitely stayed. That's pretty funny. Well, I hope. All the New England Patriots players are having fun in their nice little mini vacation to Los Angeles in the middle of a pandemic. Um, yeah, I hear there's a lot going on in Los Angeles right now. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to take the Rams in this one. Rams actually looking pretty good right now. So, um, Yeah, I was, I was going to take the Rams as well. I don't necessarily think that's a hot take. Um, Rams have been looking better and better each week. Um, Besides maybe that loss against the 49ers. Yeah. Week. Um, but Rams really took care of business against the Cardinals. Uh, Rams now, uh, with the uh, Giants beating Seattle, Rams are actually in first place in the NFC West. So, yeah. Uh, reestablishing some dominance from their glorious 2018 season. Yeah. All three of those teams will be in the playoffs. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, like, a certain at this point, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, just, like, it's, like, the perfect year for the NFC West since yeah. it's the first year of three wildcard teams. So, I can definitely see it happening. Uh, the Patriots, very impressive showing this last week. Uh, they still, their offensive performance still wasn't even that great. They had a couple of special teams touchdowns uh-huh. uh, that added to their score. I think Cam still had a very low uh, passing game like mm. he probably he might have thrown for under 100 yards again so uh they're gonna need to dominate on offense if they want a chance to win this game against the rams because you know the rams are gonna do what they do offensively very well but right i the patriots just haven't shown anything that they can be a dominant offensive force yet this season so yeah uh, yeah i think it is a pretty safe bet yeah cam newton 69 yards, nice one touchdown against the Chargers. So In a 45-point game. Yeah. Sheesh. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. So, anyway, let's see what the coin has to say about these two wacky teams on Thursday Night Football. Coin also going with Los Angeles. Buggers. Right. That brings us to Sunday. Uh, first matchup we'll be talking about the Houston Texans. We'll be traveling to play the Chicago Bears, who just blew a game against division rival and head coachless Detroit Lions. Uh, Chicago Bears really in free fall since they started out 5-1 and one this season. I think they're like 5-7 and seven now, I believe. Um, so six straight losses, I'm pretty sure, for this Bears team. Texans uh, started off real poorly this season. Still not looking too great, but they're definitely getting better play the competitive game against their division leader Colts this past week Mm -hmm. um 
and Deshaun Watson tweeted that he is tired of losing. So I think he is done losing, and I'm going to be going with the Texans in this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm tired of losing is a pretty like low-risk thing to tweet before a game against the Bears. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I have a feeling that he is done, at least for uh, for this week. Um, Chicago is... He's done losing. Yeah, Chicago is awful, man. They really were the imposter, like, when, like with yeah. all the 3-0 and teams. Yep, let's see. They have lost six in a row. Jeez. They lost Rams, Saints, Titans, Vikings, Packers, Lions. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's, like, a pretty good stretch, say, for, like, the, the Lions, but... Like, if they were actually a good team, like, they would have picked up at least one or two of those. Yeah, they, the Vikings aren't that powerful in and of themselves either, so. Yeah. In fact, they only put up 13 on the Vikings, kind of sus. But, but then you go back a little further in the season, they've got wins against the Buccaneers. It's um, true. Well, I guess that's the only impressive win, really, that they have. <laughs> anyway. Let's see what the coin has to say about this one. Let's see if coin is trusting in Mitch in this one. Uh, no. Coin rolling with Deshaun Watson, who, as I've mentioned multiple times on the show, was drafted after Mitchell Trubisky. So this one's just kind of like a kick below the belt for the <laughs> Bears. <laughs> Incredible. All right. Uh, next up, you have the Dallas Cowboys traveling to Ohio to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh yes, <laughs> most exciting game of the week. Truly, the toilet bowl this week. Um, yeah. <laughs> these teams are terrible. Uh, I am going to go with the Bengals. <laughs> I've decided. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, maybe it's stupid to to keep saying like this is a team that lost to Washington, so clearly they're terrible because like. Pittsburgh lost to Washington, so yeah, who knows. But however, Dallas is really just out of whack at the moment. Like none of anything that they prepared like to run this team around this season is working out. Like they were on second, even third string quarterbacks since like week five or six now at this point. Um really just an unlucky stretch of games here. Uh without Dak and a couple of these other pieces on top of like the awful coaching situation. I don't know. Like, I think that this is actually looking like a pretty good chance for Cincinnati to pick up win number two. So I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. Uh, yeah, as much as I, I hate to uh, disagree and pick the Cowboys here. I think I'm going to just because uh, the Bengals ever since they lost Joe Burrow, I really haven't been able to establish any sort of offensive rhythm. It seems uh, not very good outputs the past couple weeks since Burrow went up. Burrow was putting up some good numbers, and he made the offense look at least semi-competent, but uh, since he's been out, let's see. Uh, yep, seven points against the Dolphins. 17 against the Giants, which I guess isn't terrible. Uh, nine against Washington, 10 against Pittsburgh, so... This team is struggling very hard to score points. Yeah. Uh, not that the Cowboys have been offensive juggernaut the past few weeks either, but they at least played competitively with uh, Baltimore last night. So I think Baltimore is much better than Cincinnati. So I'm going to be going with the Cowboys in this one. Unlucky. But hopefully I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, 
Coin, exciting with you on this one. Going with the Bengals. This makes it two weeks in a row. Coin is choosing the Bengals to win the game. Well, Up next. It'll be right this time. <laughs> Up next, we've got an NFC North matchup as the Green Bay Packers are going to play the Detroit Lions. Um, Packers, obviously, much better team. Coming off a win against the uh, hapless Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> In a game where... The Eagles actually almost came back and won. Had to give me hope just to crush it in the smithereens again before the end. Um, Green Bay is a good team. Detroit, not a great team. Got to be honest. Uh, kind of a hot take. I'm putting myself out there with that one. <laughs> uh, but I think this game will be close just because there's always a close Detroit-Green Bay game like every year. But I still think the pack... Actually... I think the one earlier this year, Detroit got out to like a 14-3 to lead, something like that, before Green Bay came back and won. So, But uh, I think Green Bay is going to win again, and uh, they're just going to continue their stretch as one of the more dominant teams in the NFC and even the NFL. So. Yeah, definitely. I agree with all that. Um, yeah, I'm going to be taking the Packers as well in this game. I mean, uh, this was obviously – week 13 was – was kinder to the Lions than a few of the other weeks this season have been. Um, but I don't know if you want to call that um, like an actual upswing in coaching from like Patricia finally being gone or it just being kind of like a clown fiesta game against Chicago. Um, I, I cannot believe that game ended up scoring 64. But I, I, I think that like the Lions really need a team like Chicago to be able and like cook anything against... Um, they're definitely looking a little bit better, but I, even with Green Bay's like passing defense being pretty weak this year, I, I still think that like Detroit isn't really the offense to take advantage of that. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the with the Packers as well in this one. What about the coin? Coin, coin. What do you got to say to me, buddy? Uh, going with the Packers as well. Nice. Nice. All right. Next up, we have the uh, <laughs> we have the Dolphins hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Chiefs riding a I don't know like eleven like twelve and one or something like that this year. Eleven and one. Yep, eleven and one. Yeah, so they're pretty good. Uh, <laughs> they're okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that the Dolphins. For better or for worse, like, this has definitely been one of their best years in a long time, don't get me wrong. It's probably going to find its way to the playoffs. But this just is, like, a game that's outside of the realm of possibility, um, yeah. <laughs> in my in my opinion. So, I'm, I'm going to go Chiefs here. <clears throat> yeah, I think the Dolphins' uh, dream stretch is uh, going to come to a halt for this game. Let's see. They started out what? They started out... One and three. Yeah. And at this point, what are they like? Eight and four. Yeah, pretty good. Eight and three, maybe. They they they've uh they've had a, a really good stretch of games, beating teams like the Rams, the Cardinals, uh, losing to the Broncos. However, um, true. So, uh, do with that information what you will, but I don't think they're even close to the same league as the Chiefs, even with the success they've found this season. So. Yeah, pretty easy pick for the Chiefs here, but yeah. uh, 
Who knows? Maybe they, they'll be eating those words. They are eight and four, and they did open one and three. So yeah, pretty good turnaround. <laughs> yeah, seven and one. Since oh, the first four games of the season. That's and crazy. and we were and Denver was one of those. Yeah. So we were the loss. <laughs> so that's kind of epic. Going going with the Dolphins in this one. So love to see it. Interesting, interesting turn of events there. All right. Um. Up next, we've got the Arizona Cardinals traveling to face the NFC East division-leading uh, <laughs> New York Giants. Pog! Solid 5-7 and seven are the Giants. Oh, my Coming gosh. Up a hot win against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, actually, they're only one game behind the Cardinals' record at this point because the Cardinals have been strike- struggling of late, sitting at 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. Um, I think this is the game where the Cardinals turn it around. Uh, obviously, the Giants uh, can have found a way to do things pretty well if they can beat teams like Seattle, but uh, I don't see them like finding that success necessarily yeah. uh, consistently. So, uh, and I think the Cardinals have just about had enough of their recent struggles, mm-hmm. and I think they're going to be playing angry in this one, uh, like they've got something to prove. And they're still alive in their division, honestly. Two games behind the Rams. Um, yeah. So I can see them coming out and playing hot in this one. And we going with the Cardinals. Yeah. I actually think this is going to be a pretty good game. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Especially especially with it being in New Jersey. Um, something that I really want to highlight is the Giants, win or lose, score somewhere between 17 and 27, like pretty much every game. Um, yep. Like... And so I don't know what kind of broken analysis this is, but just like looking at these teams, like the Giants, like they seem to do pretty well against like mediocre to strong defenses and mediocre to weak offenses. Like if your team has those two things, like that, that's kind of like a winning combination for, for the Giants a little bit. Um, Yeah. And I, Arizona isn't really that like, a lot of the games that Arizona has played this year that they've even some of the ones that they've lost like like they they put up 31 on the Dolphins to lose put up 28 on the Rams to lose um like got to 32 in a win over the win over the Bills got to 37 in a win over the Seahawks got to 30 in a win over the Jets so like i i, I don't think that this is a great team for the Giants because while the Giants certainly will be able to score like closer to the higher end of that like 17 to 27 range, probably somewhere around like like 25, 26 points this game. Um, I still expect it to probably be like somewhere in the 32 to 37 range for the Cardinals. Um, just like kind of in my head, like that's how this game plays out. So uh, I I think that it's a pretty safe bet to go Arizona on this on this game. So Cardinals gonna get one of uh, Jacobs. Glorious thirty-point game. Yeah, I'm predicting that as well. I could see the score of this game ending up like thirty-four twenty-four. So. Yeah, thirty-four twenty-four, thirty-two twenty-four, thirty thirty-four twenty-seven, so, something like that. I I, I think it's pretty safe to say. <clears throat> Coin going with the Giants in this one. <clears throat> all right. Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings taking it all the way down to Florida. Um, Swamp Town, baby. You know, take on uh, <laughs> Thomas Brady and his and all of his pirates, his merry band Thomas of buccaneers. <laughs> um, the Vikings 
basically for as long as we've made this show have just been like an impossible team to talk about and or even really think about um <laughs> like they they found themselves back to six and six and six like once again like after having a terrible opening and i don't know dude every week i look back at that pretty awful opening and it's like they lost to the packers titans seahawks and colts bro like i don't know dude yeah. Uh, those are kind of some hard losses for me to like really put my feet in the ground at like in the, in the sand about, however, you know, letting the Falcons put up 40 on them, not good. Letting the Cowboys post stack, put up 31 on them, like not good. So, um, not everything. I don't know. This, this team's really weird. Like, uh, I think that they just, honestly, if, if you ask me, I think that they're just a pretty good team. That's not like S tier and, the fact that like what's keeping them out of that like top tier is just like uh, and a, a level of inconsistency that has really always plagued this franchise. Um, yeah. So uh, Tampa Bay, they're not really part of the conversation for me as much as they were at the beginning of the year. Like I wouldn't really put them up there with like the Packers and the Titans and uh, like the Colts or even like the Seahawks at this point. Um, even with how rough they've been looking as of late. Um, so. I, I think that this is actually a pretty doable game for the Vikings. Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be a good one. I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go Tampa Bay. But I, I, I'm not sure. I think that this one's pretty close, actually. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, Vikings, as you said, starting out 1-5. and five, Since that point, going 5-1. and one, Find themselves 6-6. Six and six. Yeah kind of crazy turnaround but uh, if you look at their wins not all of them are against particularly uh, impressive teams except for the Packers that was a good game for yeah. them to pick up but other than that their wins are against the Jags, the Panthers uh, Lions Chicago, and Texans yeah. and Chicago yeah so not Exactly, awe-inspiring. Yeah, uh, exactly. have had some pretty high points at this season, such as beating the crap out of the Packers, like 38-10 to 10 earlier this year. But they've also had some low points, uh, a la losing 20-19 to 19 to the Nick Foles-led Chicago Bears. Um, but Tampa is going to be fresh coming off a of bye week, uh, the latest bye week in NFL history for both uh, Buccaneers and the Panthers last week. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Interesting tidbit. Um, I think I'm going to be going with the Buccaneers in this one as well. All right. What about the coin? That that coin. He's going with the Buccaneers. What? All right. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Up next, uh, we've. Oh, oh, just kidding. Yeah. That's all. Yes. I figured you were going to pass it to me. Uh, Yeah. The Denver Broncos are going to travel to Carolina. Um, this is actually the closest they've been to me, like, physically in a while. Um, <laughs> I wish I could go. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, probably will lose. I'm going to pick them to win just because I feel like it. Oh, but goodness, man. You keep what's up? making me think we're going to have a disagreement. Then you're like, psych, I'm going to pick the same team as you. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the, the Panthers are pretty bad, dude. I, Denver's not great, don't get me wrong, but we kept it relatively competitive with the Chiefs this week. I still hated yeah. watching that game. I'm not going to say that it was like a, 
a good moment for us this season or anything like that. But like, like when when the Chiefs are one of the best teams in the league, probably the best team in the league. Like we should be the team that holds them to like one of their lowest scoring games, and we did. So that's like kind of all that really matters to me. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm feeling kind of good about this match. I I I'm I'm ready to believe. Bro, in the heart of the cards, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Denver on this one. Ready to believe in the heart of the horses, the <laughs> Broncos. I will be rolling with the Broncos as well. Horse beats cat. Everyone knows that. Um, Panthers are coming off a bye though, so maybe they'll look pretty fresh. But uh, I don't know. I just this just feels like one of those games that the Broncos win. When probably a lot of other people aren't expecting them to. I, I could see Drew Locke having a pretty big game after yeah. he's been, he was kind of he had kind of a slow week last week, but uh, that, I guess, I guess we'll see on Sunday. <laughs> Coin gonna go with the Broncos as well. Coin, as we know arguably more of a Broncos fan than Jacob is, so well, not too surprising. <laughs> hold on. Uh, up next uh, <laughs> Up next, we got a fascinating AFC South matchup when the Tennessee Titans also going to Florida to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars still in it for uh, the race for number one overall pick. Uh, probably broke their heart to see uh, the Jets lose last week. <laughs> last second. <laughs> but um, Jags, another pretty easy loss this week. So uh, still hope for them uh, in their tank for Trevor, the race for Trevor Lawrence. But uh, we'll see, I guess. But Titans uh, coming off a hard loss against the Browns. Uh, they got pummeled in the first half of that game. It was 38-7 at halftime. They brought it back pretty close. The final score was like 45-38, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So uh, Titans still a good team, and they will – a lot, of, a lot of people forget how good of a football team the, the <laughs> Titans are. Yeah. Um, what do you think about this one? Yeah, this is a pretty easy win for the Titans, bro. Like, yeah. Titans, last week, rough. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think I, I think every week, like real, realistically, they kind of swap like what direction I see them trending in. But um, this isn't a game where they trend in one way or the other. They should just really take care of the of the Jags uh and I I suspect that they will um if they don't then yikes like going into this offseason like things are looking pretty bad for for Tennessee but but right now where it stands they're probably not going to get they're probably not going to win the division anymore but like they're especially with the Ravens looking so rough like they could come into the playoffs like as as high as like fifth or sixth seed um and so like don't drop these dumb little games against the Jags or like the Lions next week like take it seriously and keep going you should should be good to go like even if they drop to like the Packers in 16 or they've still got a good bit to play for like like depending on how the Colts do they could still end up in the top of the division so yeah with 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 two divisional games still ahead of them with Jacksonville and Houston and then a relatively telling game against the Packers, who the Colts themselves were able to take care of earlier this season, and then a pretty easy walk in the park with Detroit next week. Like this is going to be like a pretty pivotal last quarter of the season for the Titans. Um, we'll see what happens. All right, 
coin also going with the Titans in this one. Love it. Okay, next up we have, speaking of the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts, um, my second favorite team, traveling to play against the Las Vegas Raiders, my second least favorite team. Wow, look at that. <laughs> um, next week we'll have the Bears playing against the Patriots, bro. We'll have the Denver playing against the Chiefs again and just work our way out. Um, yeah. Indianapolis is probably going to manhandle the Raiders, if I had to guess. Um, the Raiders are kind of doing the thing that they do at the end of every year, where it was like, like for a little bit there, it's like, oh my gosh, like dopium in my veins. Did you guys just beat the Chiefs? Like the Raiders are looking crazy this year, um, and then you know, it's starting to look like there's maybe not going to be that extra wild card spot. And then you almost lose to the Jets. And <laughs> then yeah. it's like, what are we doing out here, guys? Did you lose to the Falcons, like, for real? Like, was that actually a thing that happened? So By almost 40 points. Yeah, so not good at all. Um, the Colts, on the other hand, a couple weeks ago were kind of in that same realm as the Raiders where they're, like, kind of sitting in the playoff race just, like, looking to see what's going to happen. Now, in my opinion, have solidified themselves as a as a pretty easy front runner for the uh, AFC South seat. So, yeah, all this to say, I'm going to gonna drop this one to Indianapolis. I'm going to go with the Colts here. Yeah, I'm going to be rolling with the Colts in this one as well. The Raiders have looked very concerning the past couple weeks after a sort of hot start. Uh they just have not been able to look like a contender in weeks. I mean, yeah, sure, they got a win last week, but it was because the Jets uh, probably lost that game on purpose at the end. So, yeah, uh, not, not really too much inspiration coming from Las Vegas's football team at this point. Uh, Coin, though, uh, thinks this is the week that the Raiders will turn it around. Just so. Just a fun fact, a little thing to, to highlight here. Um, the Colts, in the next four weeks, have this game that I think obviously isn't as easy as like the Lions, for example. But they have like this pretty easy game to match Titans-Lions. And then they have the Steelers the same week that the Titans take on the Packers. And then they both play Houston and Jacksonville in between now and the end of the season. So with these two teams being tied at the top of the table with... Seemingly identical paths ahead of them. Um, really do have to wonder who's going to end up coming out as the winner of this division. And if they'll both go 3-1 and one and Indianapolis will lose because they lost to Jacksonville at the beginning of the season. Which I think is actually a, a pretty likely thing to happen at this point. Um, yeah. Crazy stuff. Alright, go ahead. Alright, for the second week in a row... A team from New Jersey will be traveling to Seattle as the Jets are flying across the country to get their 13th loss of the season. Um, Seattle really hoping at this point to not lose two in a row to New Jersey-based teams because, man, if they lost this one, that'd be really embarrassing. Um, but the Jets, I'm sure, would not allow that to happen yeah uh, Seahawks are gonna win this one pretty easily yeah even if I kind of wanted to say like I don't think the Jets are like the worst team I've ever seen I don't know if I'd put them at 16 and like 0 and 16 level like I don't think that they're as bad as like the Browns were when we were in high school or like the Dolphins when yeah. we were in like middle school um which are like the only two 0 and 16 teams that I've ever been around for but clearly in middle school oh what'd you say 
Lions had no in sixteen. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I don't. I I wouldn't put them like down at that level. But after last week, like it's pretty obvious that they want to be zero in sixteen. Um, I, that that was just like it, it was a blatant throw. Um, which is fine. I mean, I guess if that's what you want to achieve at this point with your season, then like go off, I guess. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Seahawks in this one as well. Pretty safe bet here. Yep. And coin not wow coin going with the Jets. So coin trying to make up some of that uh, ground in between hey. us. Incredible. Pretty crazy. You're oh, up, boy. bro. Can't wait to talk about this next game. Yeah, hit it. Ooh man, the nine and two New Orleans Saints coming to town to play the three eight and one Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> um, Eagles. They are a bad football team, uh, just in case anybody didn't know that already. Uh, so some news about this game. Jalen Hurts will be starting at quarterback for the Eagles. Um, I don't think that matters. I think <laughs> it doesn't really matter who you have playing quarterback when... Saints are 10-2, and two, by the way. 10-2. <laughs> and two. My, yeah. my, I, my apologies. It's all good. Um, I don't think it matters who the Eagles have at quarterback if they're going to be getting sacked three-plus times a game and your receivers aren't getting open and your coach doesn't want to run the ball and open up your offense for you. So um, really doesn't matter. They could have uh, prime Tom Brady playing in this game and they would still lose because they're a poorly run football team and wouldn't be surprised to see them lose the rest of their games this season. So. Going with the Saints in this one, obviously. Uh, also, Saints getting Drew Brees back, so isn't that just even... That's just like the icing on the cake. Like, oh, we already weren't going to win, but now we're really not going to win. So, yeah, there's no way the Eagles win this game. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why they will win, but I won't be choosing them. Yeah, I don't even believe that, and I'm usually the one willing to say that crazy sentence in a lot of these types of games but yeah now the eagles are really rough it's a bummer man it's rough out there it is rough out there in philadelphia but maybe it's not always sunny it's not been sunny in philadelphia this year that's for sure (laughs) coin if you can believe it coin is going with the eagles i like when you say coin instead of the coin like it's just his name like what's up i'm coin uh, this is coin. This is my pick for the week. All right. Anyway, next up we have. Hopefully, the coin is right. We have uh, the Falcons playing the Chargers. Oh boy, set your DVR up for this one. Um, yeah, a couple of out here in Week 14, a matchup of two teams with like six wins between them. Way to go, guys. Um, seven wins. I'm sorry, that was so rude of me, but yeah. Whoa, come on, give them credit where credit is due. There's no credit due here, my friend. Um, I think that the Falcons will win. The Chargers are like ex- these. These two teams have kind of swapped positions in my mind, where it was like, well, like. The, the Chargers are, like, an okay team that's, like, kind of on the upswing with, like, a rough schedule. And the Falcons are, like, god-awful. Oh, my word. What are you guys doing? Like, get off of the field. And now it's kind of, like, a little bit flipped. Um, maybe the Falcons just got unlucky. But, like, oh, my word. I can't watch the Chargers play football anymore. 
Um, so I'm probably going to go Falcons on this one, I think. All right, so mark this. Disagreement number two of the week. I'm going to be with the Chargers to win this game. Free uh, points, dude. Oh, yeah, injected into my was, veins. <laughs> last week was absolutely a fluke. Um, obviously, they got off to a rough start, had some bad things happen on special teams, and ended up losing by 45. But as we also talked about earlier, it's not like they were gouged in the passing attack or anything yeah. like that. Drew is going to say Hubert is becoming a great quarterback in three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I think the Chargers are better than they showed last week. I don't uh-huh. think they're a good team still. I, but I also don't think the Falcons are a good team. So, there you uh, have I, I mean, I could see this being a good game between two bad teams. But <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to the coin, I should say. Going with the Falcons in this one. All right. A Pusha T album produced by Kanye and Pharrell Williams just got announced. Really? Yeah, that's live on the show. That's uh, breaking news. That's pretty exciting. (laughs) I'm just excited. Uh I got a text. My bad. (laughs) Uh, Ooh, kind of upset. I have to talk about this one first. Could be spicy, actually. The (laughs) Washington football team vying vying for first place in the NFC East. Traveling to play the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, 49ers actually not been terrible the past couple weeks. Um, They didn't have a great showing against the Bills. They were competitive early, and then the Bills kind of ran away with it. Uh, Washington, obviously coming off a surprise win against the Steelers. um, But... I think this game will be a good uh, way to see whether that was on Washington's merit or if it was, like we have said a couple of times, that Pittsburgh was just like the worst 11-0 team that ever happened. I don't think Pittsburgh is a bad team, don't get me wrong. But I think that 11-0 was a little, I don't know, a little wacky. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would put them on like the same schedule or same level as the 2007 Patriots were. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but in this one, I think I'm going to be going with the 49ers. Uh, they've pulled out some surprising wins this season, like against the Rams twice. Um, they have had some very low points. See, week three loss to uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, but. Um, I could see this one swinging in the 49ers' way. So, we want Niners in this one. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, Washington's pretty good, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they're terrible, gotta be honest. Uh, yeah, screw it. I'm gonna go Washington. I, I, I think that this team, I, kind of for the same reason I wanted to pick the Giants earlier, like, um, these, these two teams, like, I think have more to prove than like really any other team in the league right now, except for like maybe the Ravens, um, who we'll get to in a, in a, in a few minutes here. But, um, like seriously, like the, the Niners and the Giants, if either of these teams make it to the playoffs, which like the unavoidable truth is that one of them has to, um, then like, they're just going to be mercilessly like, like it's going to be talked about for, for years. Like, and kind of like how we were talking about, um, like at one point on the show this year, how the, uh, the AFC was so good at one point that like, 
the Chargers made it in on like seven and seven or something like that. Like just because like it was like three solid divisions and then us. Um, and, and like, this is going to be like even worse. Like, Oh my goodness. Do you remember that year that like the giants made it to the playoffs at like six and 12 or something like that? Or like Washington at six and 12, but like six and 12, huh? yeah. What are they right now? Uh, oh wait, six and 10. My bad. But, um, <laughs> like, see, but, they're not terrible teams. They've beaten the two teams that have been the most interesting to me this season, even if the Seahawks maybe aren't the second-best team in the league right now. Um, they, like These are good teams with solid wins. They're not actually that bad, in my opinion. Um, so while I trust in the Cardinals a little bit more, I don't really trust in the Niners that much. I think that this is actually probably a pretty solid game for Washington's storyline. So... We'll, we'll see what happens. If a team called Football Team wins the Super Bowl, that would just be the most glorious <laughs> thing that ever happened in the, in the history of the NFL. So, um, <laughs> All right. Quinn, siding with you once again, going with team in this one. Let's go. Let's disagree a fourth time. Um, I'm, All right. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to play the Buffalo Bills, and they are going to win, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I Last week, I came to the very real truth that I probably was not going to pick any Pittsburgh losses. Even after this loss last week, it's even easier for me to do now because like, the truth is... Like sixteen and zero is not real anymore. Like I don't think a team will ever go sixteen and zero. Like for like the next like fifteen years, probably at least. Um, the league is just too competitive, and also not even competitive, but just too wacky. Like, like Washington winning last week is a wacky occurrence. So now that, wacky. yeah. So now that the sort of Damocles of it just being statistically almost impossible to to win sixteen times in a row in the NFL. Uh, is no longer swinging over Pittsburgh's head. This is, I think, a pretty easy game for for them. I mean, the the Bills are great, but the Steelers are also very, very good. Um, I I think that last week's game was probably a fluke, and this week's game will probably show just how true that is. So yeah, I'm gonna go Pittsburgh on this one. Unfortunately, hope I'm wrong. But okay, um, yeah. I had this penciled in when I thought uh, Pittsburgh was going to end up like 15-1. I had this penciled in as the game they would probably lose. Yeah, which so is fair. I haven't really haven't changed my mind on that. Bills uh, looked very impressive again last week against the 49ers on the road. Um, Josh Allen continues to show uh, why the Bills were smart in drafting him as highly as they did. Because yep. I remember that was a controversial move for them at the time. Nobody really thought he should go that high. But he just continues to play really great football uh, as quarterback of Buffalo Bills. Um, yeah. Maybe if he conti- if he continues to have a streak, if he continues to play the rest of the season like he has the past couple weeks or so, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see his name at least mentioned in the MVP conversation. Yeah, no, for real, so, I agree. Yeah, franchise QB for uh, sure. Yeah, um, very happy for Josh <laughs> Allen. Very happy for the success that the Bills were ha- are having this season. And uh, I, I, I can see them getting a big win in prime time against the uh, top team in the conference and just, like, strengthening their hold on their division. So, going with the Bills in this one. Yeah. The Bills, baby. Josh gives me some major, um, like, like, almost Kaepernick vibes. Where, where obviously, before 
all the crazy stuff that led to Kaepernick no longer playing happened. But for a while, it was like, you know, he never got brought up as being, like, the best in the league, but only ever putting up solid seasons and, like, just staying with one, like, pretty good team, like, right outside of the conversation. Like, that that's really, like, where Josh Allen has kind of found himself in this league. Um, ho- hopefully that results in a Super Bowl appearance at some point, like... Like the boy, like the boy Kaepernick was able to pick up with the Niners, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I would love to see the Bills in the Super Bowl this year. That would be very fun. If not this year, I I think sometime in the next three years, like I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah me neither at all. Um, I'm mean, the coin also going with the Bills in this one. So, on to Monday Night Football final game of Week 14. We have an AFC North matchup as the Actually, third place Baltimore Ravens are yeah. traveling to play the nine and three Cleveland Browns. Wow, uh, who would have thought we'd be talking about the Browns at nine and three at week fourteen of this season? Um, first time these teams played, Baltimore won thirty-eight to six. Uh, I don't think they'll win that heavily this time, but. I think I'm going to go with the Ravens to win it. Um, I, I, I think it'll be a pretty close game. I think the Browns are better than I gave them credit for, even as recently as last week. Um, Baker had a great, great game. Really a great first half against the Titans, throwing four touchdowns. Um, he's had a couple of those signature games this year. And uh, if he can continue to play like that, there's no reason that he shouldn't be the quarterback for this team for years to come. But... There's also just been those games sprinkled in there where he's been a non-factor, and the only reason they've been competitive is their run game. So it's interesting to see uh, which identity this team rolls with going forward. But uh, Ravens kind of have a something to prove right now. They're actually, if the season were to end right now, they would be outside of the playoffs. So yeah, they've got a lot to fight for still. Um, they definitely will need this game uh, going forward in the season. So I think they're going to come out and play with fire. And I think the Ravens are going to take the win on Monday Night Football. Wow, this was a relatively tame episode, and then we disagreed four times in a row at the end, and just like it's pretty crazy. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm going to go Browns here. I also think that the Ravens have something to prove, but unfortunately, um, being someone who's just randomly obsessed with seeing this team do well, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Honestly, I this has been a rough season for them, and. Uh, <laughs> So it's something that's really like marked how particularly rough it's been for me is uh, they just like don't move the ball <laughs> that much as they as much as they used to. Last year it was like every Ravens drive got two, three, four first downs. Like they just marched down the field, um, and and they're going and, and getting four and out like pretty quickly these days. Um, by some mad defenses is really concerning. Uh, don't really know what exactly to blame for it. Maybe it's kind of like that thing we talked about at the beginning of the year when like when a, a sports organization experiences a year of like unpredictable growth. Um, it's usually marked by like a kind of a year of regression like immediately after. Uh, so it makes sense that they would be regressing a little bit out here. Um, but even though, like, I think Lamar is, like, a better quarterback than Baker, like, pretty much any given Sunday, um, there's a lot more to it than that. 
And I don't really think Baltimore knows how to stop Cleveland from generating points, which is something that they've become insanely good at <laughs> like in the last few yeah. weeks. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Cleveland on this one. Unfortunately, I, I really hope the Ravens make it into the play- playoffs, but um, it's it's been a rough Looking- year. Looking tougher week by week. Yeah, I mean, they have... That win last night was definitely helpful for them. Definitely. And then, I mean, they have Jacksonville in week 15, and then um, New York in week 16, and and uh, Cincinnati in week 17. So probably going to be able to land this plane, fortunately. Um, but <laughs> certainly, and they could probably in, like, the seventh seed of the AFC rather than, like, the first seed that they really should have been in. Uh, from the beginning, so like, uh, so yeah, that's kind of how I feel about Baltimore. F- five week disagreement. I mean, five disagreement week. Pretty cool. Yeah, snuck um, up on us there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, like you said, started out very tame and then bang bang. Yeah, right at the end there. That's pretty. Um, you love to see that. Yeah, I think that was the biggest disagreement streak we've ever gone on in this show. So yeah. Uh, Coin also picked the Browns, by the way, for Monday Night Football. So, excellent day. Hopefully, what? we'll be uh, sporting a big lead over both of my co-hosts. Uh, both them. <laughs> both them. I think that that will do it for us out here at two thirty-eight CST MEST on a Wednesday afternoon. Thank you all for listening to NFLs this week. Um, just to do a couple of plugs. Drew and I have another show now called This Is Our Podcast that we do with our friend Glenn. Um, we missed a couple weeks there right after we started the show, which is epic. But, um, like, we had some problems with Craig last week, as I know you guys all know, that, like, the bot we used to record our Discord calls. Got that all taken care of. Recorded two episodes of that show last night, That both of which are going to release on Friday. So make sure to check that out. Also, very different kind of show. It's very different. <laughs> I love it, though. I, I, I have... More fun every time we record that show. I'm starting to get super into it. Um, also, I have a show called The Time Save Podcast about speedrunning. Um, it's, so if you find that interesting or are interested in finding it interesting, you should check that out. I have an episode coming out tomorrow with Glitchymon, who is an Ocarina of Time runner. So yeah, make sure to give that a peep. Uh, anything else you can think of that, sh- that bears to be mentioned, Andrew? Um, I don't really have anything to plug, but uh, I have a wonderful wife that I love a lot. So go follow her on social media, uh, Logan <laughs> Wade. You can find her on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, tell her I sent you. Uh, only thing I've got to plug. Perfect. All right. Well, that's all I got. I am Jacob Wilkinson. I am Drew Wade. And as always, Coin is with me. Coin. Coin Bartholomew money. <laughs> Coin Bartholomew money. Yes, that is canon- canonically his name. <laughs> See you guys. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there.